Welcome back to Five Movie Madness, a podcast I want you to remember to just keep swimming. Lovely. Yeah, why not? Uh, I'm your host for this week, Corey, and with me, I have the two most lovely non-animated but would make awesome Pixar character guests. Matt? The podcast where you've got a friend in me. <laughs> that was my other one! I feel one. that was the chalky one. <laughs> and Joe. The podcast where I'm crying already. Aww. Ooh, good. Ooh, that's Five. a good question since you watched... Well, do you want to share what you did, Joe? <laughs> Uh, I can't wait. I'll, I'll announce it when we get into it. I don't want to steal Corey's thunder okay, right now. Okay, because I have questions. Oh, it's cool. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to talk about that before we get into the five movies. Uh, we today will be discussing our top five Pixar movies. In um, it's not anticipation at this point. I guess it's um, celebration. To coincide celebration just to coincide with the release of the newest Pixar movie, Soul. Um. So we have all gone our separate ways. We have made a list of our top five Pixar movies. We are now going to share them, going from five to one in a nice little circle. And that is the five movie part of Five Movie Madness. We'll talk about madness when the time comes. So, Joe. Yes, Corey. You had quite a couple of weeks here, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm an idiot and decided that in preparation for this, I was going to watch all 23 Pixar movies because I hadn't seen the majority of them. I want to say I saw I had seen like seven or eight. Okay. And I did it. I, I'm confident that I can say that I've seen a majority of the Pixar movies, but I had not seen all 23, and there was a number of them. Like when I was deciding what to watch for this week, I was like, "Oh, maybe I'll watch one of the one or two of the ones that I hadn't seen before." Didn't happen. And I, I said, I said, "Fuck." Hey, no. I I've seen all twenty three, but like probably as they've come out or pretty damn close to it. Um, I did rewatch eight for this episode. Nice. There's certain ones that I have no desire to see ever. <laughs> I've probably yet. also rewatched eight. And I just <laughs> going through right before uh, we started for the night. I wrote down the tomato score for all of these, and holy shit! Nice, <laughs> they're high. It's I. You know what? I should have done a, an average, but I'm not going to now yeah. because it's That's 23 fair. numbers. But uh, only one of them's rotten. Ball, there's only one. Ball, ballpark it. Uh, ballpark. I want to say. 92, and that's with the 39 thrown in there, so. <laughs> oh, my God. Is the 39 no, a good dinosaur? It's Cars 2. Cars 2 got a third. I thought it was okay. like, like 56. Well, the way, I, the way I did this. That was like barely right. I had a special helper telling me the tomato score as I called out the movie, so we can certainly double mm-hmm. check that. Okay. Back check. Google saying it's, it's 39, 39 on okay. tomatoes. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay, I thought the, it the was... meta the Metacritic is fifty seven. Okay. I remember see like I thought I saw fifty six and being surprised. I was like, wow, that was higher. Than without I without saying the movies, one hundred ninety two, one hundred ninety six, ninety nine, ninety seven, ninety six, ninety five, ninety eight, ninety eight, thirty nine, ninety eight, ninety four, ninety seven. Like it's one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> they hit a home run like almost every single time and like I give And if not it's like a triple. I give credit to the MCU all the yeah, time right? for good movie after good movie after good movie, but Pixar is right up what there. What about the PCU? The PCU. Pixar. They're not connected. 
Well, some of them are. There's actually the kind. They are. There's a, there's a fan theory about there's, all that, but. I mean, I've been watching a lot of TikTok videos because I, I don't know. Apparently, I'm trying to be a, a high school <laughs> okay. kid again. And quarantine's done weird I, things I, to Corey. Yeah, you know what? TikTok is cool because it like, if you skip a bunch of like the same videos, like all the like Gen Zers doing dances. You eventually get to stuff that's a little bit more like you. Um, and one of them is this guy who's doing like a, I think he's on like part eight or nine of the series now where he's literally going through each one of them and showing you where you see the connections. And a lot of it's like, oh, it's this picture on the wall or it's this thing here or it's this thing there. And like it is true or not or if it's just supposed to be a fun tip of the hat to themselves. Like I don't know, but it is a lot of fun to notice them. Absolutely. There's a ton of Easter eggs and there is one overall theory that stems with like the old woman in brave is boo. And it's like, it's like this whole connected crazy thing. And, uh, it's, it's a, it's a, I think it's a Reddit theory actually. But if, uh, if our listeners want to go look it up and go down that rabbit hole, they're more than welcome to, but it's uh, it's pretty crazy. It makes a lot of sense. They have a lot of references to their own movies. Like they have their own movies shown in other Pixar movies. Yeah, it's crazy. Which is yeah. wild. <laughs> one of the kids in one of the movies is playing with a toy car, which is clearly Lightning McQueen. Like, it's it's it, it's. Who has a toy f- Nemo? Yep. What what movie is yeah. Boo from? Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. Boo, Boo's the yeah, girl. Yeah. Boo's I, I they couldn't... I, they're all... <laughs> when you watch 23 of them... <laughs> They all blend they a little bit. They start to blend bit, together. A little bit. Yeah. I really want to watch a movie that has like violence and swearing in it. <laughs> that's your, that's, that's your that's goal for the night. Goal. I don't blame you, Joe. All right. So uh, I guess we're good to start kicking this Absolutely. bad boy off. So Matt, what's your number five? Before I start, though, I just want to say, since all these movies are really good, this isn't what's better than the other. This is kind of like, what do you like the most? Right, so I, I feel agree. this is going to be very cordial. There's like 15 movies I could have put in my top five. Like I do have a clear yeah. cut number one, and I said it to you guys before. It's going to be no secret. But um, starting with my number five, I'm going to go with Wally. Wally's my We're number five. Table that. Okay, right on. So that leads us right to Joe's number five. Yes. Yeah. Before I do this, I'm going to also touch on what Matt said. Like. There are probably like 15 movies. If you told me your favorite Pixar movie is this, I'm going to be like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. I support you. (laughs) (laughs) There are really only two where you could be like, this is my favorite Pixar. I'd be like, why? (laughs) (laughs) Having said that, my number five, I don't think made either of your list. Um, It's Monsters University. I like Monsters University. I do. And a lot of people don't. That's one of the middle of the pack ones but i respect your choice it's one of the ones i rewatched for this episode nice i started to rewatch it and i still didn't like it all that much so i turned it off fair enough how far have you gotten into it just out of curiosity i mean i've seen the whole thing oh i watched it i just started it again being like oh maybe maybe it's been it's been a while maybe i'll have a better appreciation for it or something and i just I don't know. I I think Monsters Inc. is such a home run that like it just falls for me 
See, I was the other way around. I thought Monsters, Inc. was, like, very... It was fine. It's a fine movie. But Monsters mm. University, I don't think it's... It's not Citizen Kane of the Pixar universe. <laughs> Those are other movies. But Monsters University is the one movie that was legitimately funny. Like, some Pixar movies have funny moments, but, like, this was almost a comedy. That's fair. As an adult, all the jokes hit me. I got them. They worked. I wanted to give it props for that because I feel like it's a very underrated Pixar movie. It's it so certainly fun. it's it's certainly underrated. Um, I love the voice acting in Monsters University. It's I guess it's the same actors in Monsters Inc. But um, Nathan Fillion in this one. It's true, and you also have with um, Billy Crystal as uh, Mike Wazowski. Mm-hmm. He was originally offered the role of Woody for Toy Story, and he turned it down. And it was the biggest regret of his career. And he said, "If I ever get the chance to do." Uh, another Pixar movie, no matter what it is, I'm taking it. And he nails it as Mike Wazowski. Oh, yeah, he's so good. I could not imagine him as Woody. But no, that's a it's conversation a totally different movie. For another time. <laughs> I mean, he played a cowboy in City Slickers, so, like, he's done it before. That's a good point. <laughs> so that's probably why they thought of him, like, like right away. But, uh, yeah, like, Tom Hanks nails Woody, but uh, Billy Crystal is Mike Wazowski. That's a fun little backstory. Unex- unexpected home run. Yeah. But yeah, all the, all the whole frat thing, the whole scare week competition, that's like, I could not wait to keep watching this movie. It was so much fun. The, my favorite. The, the snail gag. My favorite joke in Monsters University is when they're, uh, I think the prank gets played on at the party, and then the uh, evil fraternity is handing out pictures of them, and they're selling it for charity. And Mike Wazowski comes up and goes, what are you doing? He's like, we're raising money for charity. He goes, well, stop it. He's like, you want us to stop raising money for charity? And then his like, henchman goes, this guy hates charity. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good moment. That was a really good moment of that. I kind of forgot about it. I, don't, I definitely didn't get that far. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll give it a third shot after this. We'll see. I, I can only hope I've swayed you. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's a third time. you ready to laugh, issue. man. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Gotta, Gotta bring your laugh. funny shoes. I don't know what that means, but you should do it. Are they like clown shoes? Maybe. We don't have time. We don't <laughs> have time. Off air. Uh, my number five is um, the table from earlier, so we're going to continue to table it. My five is also right. Wally. Um, oh, yeah, right. So um, my number Matt's four. four. Matt's, yep. Matt's number four. Okay, and I said off air, I stuck to certain rules. There's a th- but ton of sequels with Pixar movies. I could easily put all the Toy Story movies on my list. I didn't feel like doing that. So I just stuck to the one per franchise one per rule. Franchise, yeah. So yeah. with that being said, my number four is Incredibles 2. Table it. Okay. Joe, what is your number four? My number four, I'm also expecting didn't make either of your lists. My number four is Onward. Table it. Wow, all right. Yeah, Corey. Wow. Okay. <laughs> We're going to get to that one. <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, my number four is um, I, I did also tend to try to avoid sequels or seconds. If it's if I put one on there, it's just my favorite from the franchise, but I probably like all of them. Um, but mine is Monsters, Inc. But like I just said, I didn't really love Monsters University. I loved Monsters, Inc. So Monsters, Inc. is my number four. Okay. Talk about it. Um. I think it's a fun concept. I think beyond the, like the voice acting is great. 
like we just talked about, the same things that we talked about with Monsters University still apply to Monsters, Inc. The voice acting is great. The character choices are great. Um, I think the actual physical concept of Monsters, Inc. is really interesting. The fact that there's a place and they have like these doors and every door opens a closet. And the closet goes into a kid's bedroom. You scare the kid and you go back into the closet. And you move the door. You put it away. Like that is such an interesting and unique way to think about a, the childhood fear of a monster in the closet and why when you get your parents and you come and you have them open the door and nothing's in there, why that is, I loved that. So just conceptually, I think that the idea of the movie is really cool. And then just the hijinks that happens when it happens in reverse, when the kid comes through the door the other way on accident is just it destroys their whole society. Yeah, it, it like destroys yeah. their whole society. It turns, like, but scary it shouldn't... monsters into like a bureaucracy, which is really weird. Because children yeah. are toxic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the fact that like and then like you get like the really That at one the end guy of the day, keeps you... getting deloused. Twenty four nineteen You've got you've got the old the the old curmudgeon woman who doesn't want to do any of the work and is like super strict about the rules and the paperwork. What's her name? Uh, uh, I can't remember, but she's like this. Roz, Roz, agent person. Yes. Yeah. she's number one. Roz Wazowski. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 the bureaucracy of it's really interesting. The fact that it doesn't actually exist—that it's all built on essentially a lie—and that it's better for them to have laughter, but for whatever reason, they just won't. You know, it's well, they didn't know. You know I don't think. Did they not know, or did they not want to find? I don't they think not... they knew that the laughter was like ten times as effective as they didn't know. Fear, no. yeah, oh, they didn't yeah, know. Sully kind okay. of stumbles upon it. Yeah. Yep. Well, when she, when when Boo laughs in their apartment for the first time, the whole block goes right. out. The power surgeon in the block. But goes I don't think out. they put two and two together that they can harness that until uh, yeah, you see with the doors at the end. Monsters Inc. kind of drags a little bit. Like I've, I feel it should have ended like twenty minutes before it did. Like every time I think we're coming up to the end, something else happens. So yeah, it's a it's a little long. It, you yeah, could also say that about does. Monsters University that that ends like that probably could have ended sooner too. I like the closing credits of Monsters University though, where you see all the jobs that they had like at the company. Oh yeah, yep. But for Monsters Inc, though, again, it's it's a great great world building that they do. What happened? <laughs> Corey banged his desk or something. Oh. Corey, we have yeah. a separate audio tracks. So I can just, I can just get rid of that. It's beautiful You're right. now. It's, you can. That's actually a really good point. <laughs> yeah, the great world building that they do, which you guys touched on already. Um, yeah, Monsters Inc. certainly is a it's, a, it's an argument can be made for your top five, like as high as you want it. No issues here. Same. Uh, that's the end of our number four. So we're going on to Matt's number three. My number three was Inside Out. That was a bubble for me. I really wanted to put it on the list. Just couldn't find room. Okay. Um, I take it's not on Corey's. It's not on my list. It's not a bubble movie for me. Okay. It's a good movie. It's just not. Just okay. There. The single greatest moment in a Pixar movie occurs in this one so I had to make my top five take her to the, Which one? Take her to the moon for me are you fucking kidding me <laughs> is... <laughs> I'm crying over a pink elephant that's imaginary fading away like named Bing Bong, named Bing Bong that like cries candy 
He does crack candy. Like that was like. I, Have you tried the caramels? They're delicious. Like like in Guardians, they take a talking tree and make him a beloved character. In Inside Out, they took a pink imaginary elephant and made him made it the most heart wrenching thing I've seen in a movie in like the last five years. It's in- to be fair, not to take away from it, sure. but that's that's on brand for Pixar. That's not out of left field. <laughs> yes, they they do have several tear jerking movies. That's one of the questions I was going to ask. Is how many? I just mean the pink elephant part. How many times did you cry during your? Uh... <laughs> I want to say there were like three movies that didn't make me cry, okay. and several of them made me cry more than once. Gotcha. I that's I was really really worried there when he said there are three movies that he was going to say I cried like in three movies. I'm like you monster, monster. exactly. I cried for three movies length of tears. Yeah, at least. Um, That's not a great use of at least. (laughs) (laughs) That's 270 minutes of tears. It's a lot of tears. Back to Inside Out. It's it's unique in the sense that who's the antagonist in this movie? Like Riley is the protagonist and antagonist. I feel like she. It's a real internal struggle with like. Is it Joy? How she's feeling. Is Joy the antagonist? Kinda right. And the and the protagonist (laughs) also. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. it's certainly not the other emotions. Like the other emotions are just kind of Doing going their about their day. It's, it's, I mean, so is joy. It's weird. It's so unique yeah, in that like, in that fashion. They they that really a good question. they really like hit it out of the park in terms of that. And that's like as a movie and film buff, that's like one of the questions. Like you go into a movie, like who's the protagonist, who's the antagonist, and this is a really muddled, like like a way of um, defining that. So. I, I enjoy that aspect of it. I just think it was a unique concept with um, a, a, a child battling her her emotions and and coming to grips with moving to a new town and f- like yeah. feelings of excitement, feelings of disappointment, where you have stuff built up in your head of how it's going to be, and then the fact that your the the core memories that are mostly happy for her, like. They can be sad and happy at the same time, right? It's still a good moment, but it's sad that you've moved away from that. So I just felt it kind of captured the the human element like really well of like how you feel in certain situations. So hundred percent, I am completely in love with the concept of this movie. I like I said, I really wanted it to make my list. Sure. It was going to, and then somehow it got bumped out. Fair enough. But it's so good. Fair enough. Yeah. And it, this also came out around the same time as like Big Hero 6. And I feel it's similar to Big Hero 6 as you got a child and hero going through like the same roller coaster of emotions. You don't see his emotions as you do it inside out, but he's still going like running the gauntlet of like um, he's dealing with loss, then he's dealing with like the thrill of a new friend and has all these different abilities. So I feel like it's like it's it's comparable in that regard. Sure. What are we up to now? Uh- or are you going to say something, Corey? Go ahead. No, no, no. I, I was about to move on to our next movie, okay. which was your number th- three. Three? Okay. My number three is a table from earlier, Wally. Okay. It was the last one I rewatched because I'd already seen it, so I kind of saved those for the end. I forgot how good of a movie Wally is. It's a beautiful I- story about loneliness and friendship and humanity. <laughs> I am never not impressed with the ways that Pixar can make me feel deep emotions for things that don't exist or things that like I I shouldn't necessarily feel those emotions for right the emotional connection I have to a robot in Wally is off the charts off the chart it is it's off the charts you know um 
I, I feel myself getting really upset and nervous about what happens to a bunch of fish. Like it, it happens. They do it all the time where it's not traditional. I mean, I guess it's cartoon, so it shouldn't be, but like even toy story, right? Like I'm concerned about a bunch of toys. It's, it's crazy how well they manage that. And I think it's really shown in Wally because it's, not like I've had a Wally running around my house. Like toys I've had, fish I've had. Like I can understand those connections to some extent. But one day Wally, he'll just clean up after all my messes. That'd be lovely. It would be little cubes outside in the on the deck. <laughs> Wally is great in that you go almost a like half hour into the movie without a spoke anyone speaking a spoken yeah. word, and that's still it's very compelling. Like you don't need it. Um they do. It's like a it's it's a silent film essentially. But it it sure is, and then yeah. and then you have the aspect of kind of what the human race is going through in this country. It's the anyway. horrifying, realistic future of humanity. Right. My God. It's, it's weird. It's haunting. It's so, it is haunting because it's true. And, it's what's going to happen. Well, <laughs> well I, I mean, not. this movie came out. This movie came out in I what? I want. I was in college. I, I think it was. I want to say oh eight. I saw this movie on a first date, and I was like 20 years old, so it had to have come out 13. Actually, it's it's fun that we're bringing that up, because the whole movie, Wally is uh, trying to hold Eve's hand, Uh, so that was my goal in the movie theater, because I'm adorable. (laughs) Did you see Wally to know that that's what you had to go in? I just got the brilliant idea, but the problem is when you have that plan, and it's going to happen at some point in 90 minutes, your hands get real sweaty. So you have this constant fear of, like, i got to wipe my hand on my pants. Oh, man. The moment could yep. be coming up. No, it faked me out. It did come out in 08. Oh, wait. Okay. Yeah, that makes I mean, perfect sense. The things that they predicted would happen to the human race, they're not that far off. There are things that they show that are, like, we're definitely, like, being attached to the screen, like, not always having a screen right up near our face. That's... We're there. Like once they shut it off and people under like the woman starts seeing what's actually happening. Right. Oh, we have a pool. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, there are a lot of stars out there. I'm like, oh my god. But it's sad but true. This is potentially our future if we're not good. There's, there's a lot of subtle, subtle <laughs> things good. in Wally. Also, like when you look at the portraits of um, all the captains for whatever. They progressively get fatter. They progressively get fatter, and autopilot becomes more and more prominent with each passing photograph because he is taking yeah. more control as the, uh, the years yeah. goes on because that's his that's his directive that's his order uh, directive <laughs> wally and eve dancing in space beautiful oh it's so good <laughs> oh yeah it's magic there's a lot i mean there's a, there's you can pick this movie apart and find something that's amazing and adorable throughout the entirety of this movie it's so good I don't know how they, they keep coming up with movies that are this incredible top to bottom. Like, this is definitely not one of the ones where I think it dragged. And there's not a lot that, like you said, nothing happens in the first half hour. No, no talk. A lot happens, but there's no... A lot happens. A lot happens, no talking. And you're but still that's interested. What I mean. like, yeah. It's like keeping me there without any dialogue. Like, that's impressive. That's the mark of good filmmaking. Slash script writing, I guess. I love it when Eve grabs the light bulb and it like lights up, and Wally's like, his mind's blown. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. 
It's his reaction to that. It's great. Great movie. Yeah, all the stuff that Wally values. He finds the engagement ring, throws the ring away, is at the books of the yes. box. He's like, oh, yeah. When he, <laughs> Keep. He, finds this, he finds this spork. He doesn't know where to like put it because he has like a tray of spoons. Oh, in his yeah. Tray. <laughs> He's like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Ah. There's a lot of subtle little jokes in Wally that are fun. Absolutely. Definitely. Um, that brings us to... The twos. No, Corey's three. Oh, you're three. three. Yeah, yeah, right. My number three. My number three is a table from earlier. Uh, it is Onward, um, which was okay, right, your yeah. four. My four, yep. Your four. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, I, you don't like it at all, right? I don't like the fact that mystical creatures and monsters give up their like um, chosen destiny to have mundane jobs. I think that's stupid. Like. <laughs> yeah. The whole turns out magic was hard. The, the whole concept just kind of like falls off to me. So I don't know. It would, it's it's one of those middle of the road like kind of blends in with a bunch of other movies for me. Did but didn't even uh, consider it for my top five. I I think that from a perspective of a story about two brothers who are relatively different people and on relatively different paths coming together and growing as siblings in a pretty deep way is really what drives this movie forward. Like even without magic, even if they were just two regular guys living in a state somewhere and a similar situation was to happen, I would feel just as connected to it. Um, I think that the choices that they make at the end of the movie are really what kicked this movie up a number of notches for me? We'll say bold. Bold's an yeah. adjective. Yeah, bold is an adjective. Uh, I they they were they were bold. The fact that he gives up his chance to meet his dad because he never actually had any of that, and like he knows it means more to his brother. Yeah, and he's willing to give that up. Like that type of selfless act is like it's Spider Man ish. It, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Um Tom Holland. Yeah, it's for those who don't know. It's so it's so wild that like <laughs> that not only was that a choice that was on the table, but a choice that they took. Like it's so easy to let him have that five minutes with his dad. Like it's so easy to do that. Yeah, a lot of Pixar movie endings I can kinda see coming. This one I did not see coming. That yeah. twist, I was like, wow, okay, I didn't see that for you. Good job, Pixar. And yeah, and it's just, it's, it's, it, and it's fun leading up to it. Oh, it's, it's so it's much a, fun. It's a fun little romp. This movie is Don't... so my jam. It's a road trip movie with magic. It's yeah, dope. Yeah, it's, it's, it's perfect. <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's a lot, up until you really get to the end, it's just fun. Like, you don't, it's not heavy all the way through. There are other Pixar movies where it's, pretty heavy throughout the course of the movie where this one I think is kind of just fun most of the way. It gets heavier at points. As it, yeah, it does. Like when it he realizes that his brother's been his dad this whole time. Yeah. That destroyed me for a minute there. I was like, oh my god, it's so beautiful. He's so right. Yeah, yeah I mean and it's like, it's it's again, it's a lot of realizations. There's a number of realizations that happen throughout the course of the movie that I, that I think are important realizations for people to see on screen. 
Everything's what so you make nice it. So it's nice that Pixar. What's that? Everything's what you make it. It's true. You want to add anything to Onward, Joe? I added most of what I mean. I would watch this movie. It was live action with no magic just because the chemistry between Chris Pratt and Tom Holland has already been established and is still great in this movie. It's true. It's true. Yeah, the acting. Uh, yeah, Chris, the, Pratt is, the... Chris Pratt as the older brother is just gold. So good. Most of yeah, the time in anything. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, it, who plays mom? Do we know who? Julia we... Louise Dreyfus, I think. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good cast. It's a really, really good cast in this. Is John Ratzenberger in this? He's in all sure of them. He's in every Pixar movie. I think he's the construction worker in this. I think. No, that's up. I think he's a construction worker in this as well. Really? Yes. Okay. <laughs> he's got. He's typecast. Yeah. All right. So that brings us to Matt's number two. My number two is Toy Story Three. Table that. Okay. I know what that is for Joe now. Look at that. Imagine. All right. Uh, Joe, your number two? My number two is The Incredibles. Okay. You guys had a rule against doubling up, so I'm pretty sure it's not on your list. It is not. Like I said, with Onward being my jam, this is a superhero family. Even better. It's the best Fantastic Four we've ever gotten. It's the best Fantastic Four we've ever gotten. (laughs) And it's, in my opinion, the first movie is better... Or not necessarily better, it's just I enjoy it more, because the, it's the original, and it, I didn't have to wait 17 years to see it again, so or 14, however many years it was. It was fucking long. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's people dealing with the thing that you love the most being taken away, it's family, it's like middle-age inadequacy, kind of. He's, Mr. Incredible is depressed. Horribly depressed the, until he gets to go back to doing the thing that he loves so much. I mean, it's a midlife crisis, yeah. for sure. We've all been there, or if you haven't yet, you haven't. You're not old enough. You'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> you have that to look forward to. I'm sorry. <laughs> super, super is a weird word to use for this movie, but it's it's super fun and it's also makes you think. Yeah, I mean, it's it's got. A fun family dynamic. It's got really good action sequences. It, it it really does check a lot of boxes without without question. It's got a Samuel L. Jackson in it, which always nice. Can't go wrong. Frozone. Frozone. Syndrome. Good villain. I like the villain a lot in the first Incredibles. Yeah. yeah. So the the villain's really good. Go home, buddy. I work alone. <laughs> Crushing. It is, and you understand his motivation. Like, it's one of those things where you understand his motivation, but at the same time, it's blown out of proportion. I do... Like, a rational person doesn't become a villain because of that, but I get it. I, I do also I like um, the world building where superheroes exist, and the government has to play some form of control or, or aspect yeah. in it, because that's the way it would happen. It's yeah, like, the collateral yeah. damage yeah. just has to be too much, exactly. yeah. Um. Is this BVS and Civil War before those things happened? It's, it's, it's Watchmen. They stole from the Incredibles. It's definitely, it's it's definitely Watchmen. Watchmen. This is before Watchmen. Well, actually, no. Before the movie. It's not before the graphic right. novel. Is it before the movie? Yeah, Watchmen 2007. This is 2004. Yep. That okay. was a bar. Or 2009. Watch. Is Watchmen. No, I was in college for. I was in college in 09 also. I think Watchmen's 07. 
I can look it up real okay, fast. It's one of the two, and this movie's definitely 04. Yes, it is. Okay. That much I'm sure of. Watchmen's 09. Good call. Oh, nice. Good call. I don't have too much to add to it, unfortunately. I think we're going to be talking about Incredibles 2 in a second anyway. So. Yeah, so we'll just we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll lump that I, all I together. Wanted, I wanted to, yeah, that was kind of what, I didn't want to get too far into the weeds here because we are about to talk about Incredibles 2 because my number two is Incredibles 2, which was also a Yeah, that was my number four. Got it, yes. Um, yeah, I, I totally understand what you're saying about it being the first and that being awesome. There is something about Incredibles 2 that's just special, though. Maybe it's the fact that they took a 14, 17, however many year hiatus and still managed to make an incredibly powerful, great Incredibles movie has something to do with it i'm not really sure but it's i i love incredible they do a lot of things right with the sequel like incredibles one ends with them about to go into battle and incredibles two even though immediately immediately picks up where one left off even though the movie came out double digit 14 it's 14 (laughs) years ago 14 thinking about math 17 doesn't make sense that'll be this year all right so 14 years later that's that's pretty remarkable they could have easily just started it at some innocuous like time period but they i'm glad they got didn't. me too that's like that's like a check in the and a, a win in that for incredibles 2 in that column but uh it's funnier this than actually... the first one to, to me right a jack jack versus the raccoon yeah yeah it's, it's funnier <laughs> oh my god jack jack versus the raccoon may be one of my favorite pixar scenes. it's so good it it's up there it's gotta be up there in my favorite scenes in pixar and movies. then also when they go to the restaurant and just meet Violet's like boyfriend or the, the kid, like he, yeah, that's so that, that funny, man. For dad to drink like their finest tap water, and she's like spitting it out. This is good water. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have your finest tap water. Doing like the most awkward dad things, and I think that's what makes the Incredibles so like approachable for me. Is that I see my dad doing those type of dumb awkward things. Like I see. American families doing those things for like when they're being like for Jack Parr being Mr. Incredible. He's very relatable to like, because like he's putting, he's forced to take a backseat to his wife becoming elastic girl. And he doesn't, you can make an argument what his motivation behind that is. Initially it's like, okay, you do this so I can come back. He doesn't really yeah. care about her success, but it's selfishly supportive. Exactly. It, it, that's, like, accurate. I feel many people would have that, like, the sort of reaction to it. And the fact that he's, like, a stay-at-home dad now. And, like, he's trying to help his son with his homework. But they changed math. And why would they change math? <laughs> it still makes me angry to think about. It's, it's a... As a teacher, as somebody who works in education, that hit so many chords. I was like, I remember when they did that. I remember, I don't... Work. Where were you when they changed math? <laughs> that, uh, what's wild is, like, I, I'm a social studies teacher. I, I teach fucking history. Like, that is not my thing. Can't change but that. But at the time... No, they... <laughs> that, at the time when Common Core was starting to be implemented in classrooms, I was working in an elementary school classroom. I was an aide in an elementary school. So I would go in and try to work with my student in math, and the teacher would be like, we, we don't... We don't we don't do it that way anymore. I'm like, what, what, what do you mean? mean? It's math. You mean you put one number, you put the big number on top, you put the littler number on bottom, and you just go. What do you? No, no, we have to use blocks and and 
round to five now. I'm like, well, that's a big waste of time. But make okay. a number line. No. <laughs> Why? Okay, one, two, three, four. Stupid man. It's crazy. It's it's wild. But yeah, like that's and and I think that his selfishness comes through in such a way that it's like you get it, right? Yeah, it is a little selfish. Like, you need to go be Elastigirl so I can come back and be Mr. Incredible. Sure. But you get it. Like, you understand, like, that motivation. It doesn't not make sense. It doesn't feel like it's overtly... No, it's feel, it feels... It evolves I mean. into something organic. And yes. Actually if it's, it feels very honest. Like... Yeah. Yeah. And then that that's refreshing. And all the visuals in this, like the visuals in all Pixar movies are great, but they kinda take it to another level in this, like transition scenes and um scenes that take place over periods of time, like sun, the sun going down and you get like the, the the dusk aspect of it. The action scene with uh Elastigirl on her bike, this is incredible. I think it's one of the best act Was it the train one? Yes. The train yeah. one I think you see yep. the sunset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but she's riding her bike to the train, so it's um mm-hmm. Yeah, my only slight issue with Incredibles 2 is the, for some reason, I don't know why I have a problem with this, but the climax with the final fight scene, like aboard that boat, takes place during the daytime. And I feel it's not as epic as if it was at night. And I that's a really weird take, but I just want it to be darker out. That's just how I feel about it. It's still really good. But um, I don't know. I always like like uh, had that takeaway when I when I saw it for the first time, at least. I never thought about that, but that's that's a fair. Things point. are more epic I at feel night. Like it would be cooler at <laughs> yeah. night. Yeah. yeah, it definitely would have been. Um, Saul Goodman. Um, um Bob Odenkirk. Yep. yep. That's. Uh, I could not. I, it was escaping me for a minute. I think Bob Odenkirk is great yeah. in this. Yeah. I, I, you know. I think that his it, maybe it's his voice. Maybe it's the fact that people know that who he plays on Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. But going up to the point where there's actually the reveal, you're really trying to figure out if he's being sincere or if he's secretly the bad guy. I, I was constantly like, is that, is, is that going to be, is that going to be it? Is that going to be the reveal that he's the bad guy in this? That's I what mean, they set up, right? Then they pull the switch. But it, yeah. But is it because it's Bob Odenkirk and that's his voice? And you know him from other things where he's not playing a good guy. I mean, or... Bob Odenkirk voices a lot of animation where he is like a decent or wholesome or reasonable character. So he's not always the villain. I don't think he's the. He's me. not really the villain in Breaking Bad or yeah. Better Call Saul. He's either. not a nefarious he's, guy. He's just. He's not nefarious, but he's not exactly a good guy. He's a he's a lawyer. Either. Sure. He's looking out in for those the best. Shows, yeah. He's looking out for the best interests of his client. Yeah. Numero <laughs> yeah. uno. That's it. Also that. All right. Uh, are we ready to move on to our number ones? I believe so. All right. Matt, would you like to reveal your I number one? We, you both know it. It's, uh, it didn't make any of your list. It's Ratatouille. Wow. I've said that yeah, so okay. many times before. <laughs> I, Throughout I the years. I forgot until now. Okay. Uh, yeah, I absolutely love Ratatouille. It's my favorite Pixar movie by far. It's a cut above the rest for me. I love the concept. I having a rat in the kitchen. I mean, it's it's pretty basic, but you don't want a rat in the kitchen. And the fact that he loves food and he can cook and can do all these things. And it's a movie about following your dreams and following your passion, no matter what, no matter what you look like, no matter what species you are. If you love to do something, you do not let anyone tell you you can't do it. 
and it's a, it's a, it's a true story of perseverance. It's a friendship story. Um, you can make the argument that they kind of use each other, but there's still there's a bond there, and they just um, they, de- they develop like such a strong core like belief of like what they want to do. Um, I feel it's has the right amount of humor. There's no action in it, but it's not an action movie. But it, also the fa- the the character of Vigo, in that one moment where he eats this food and he just stops and it takes him back to when he was a kid like and he oh, yeah. it's amazing man amazing like that's that's got to be that's his probably his earliest food memory of as him eating his mom's cooking and like you just go back you see this empowering like force and this 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 intimidating figure going back to be a snivel literally a sniveling child <laughs> eating like his mom's food and like and just being reminded of that is a beautiful moment and uh, i love ratatouille so probably good. happy for the first time he's been in like 20, yeah 30 he's not years. a cynical jerk he's like <laughs> yeah he's legitimately changed by that and, ratatouille by that eggplant and dish. we we review movies we're critics in a sense right and like sometimes we see really terrible things and you see a lot of them in a row you kind of forget why you there's good why you there. love exactly why you love movies in the first well, place yeah, why, and then yeah, yeah. why you do it and yeah. then to be brought back to that like you you can kind of like you you can identify with remy you can identify with linguini being in a position where you want to be but feeling inadequate like i just i really can't do this i don't know what the hell i'm doing and you can identify with vigo who is the antagonist where like yes i am tops in my field at what i do but i really don't like what i do because i take joy in tearing other people down so i feel it's you can identify with all the characters credible voice acting Great animation. The power scenes are beautiful. Ratatouille, number one. <laughs> while you're talk, while you were talking about, it, I realized that it does make sense. Like following your dreams, following your passion. Like we're all poison checkers in like our office jobs and stuff because he just hates that. Yes, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> the most mundane thing a wreck can right. do, and he yearns to cook. That's re- I'd never thought mm-hmm. about that before. That's re- that's very cool powerful it's a good movie i really i really liked it like i said it's one of those 15 movies you want to tell me it's your best <laughs> favorite pixar movie absolutely yeah i love it no other thoughts guys on ratatouille you know what it's it's not one of the ones that i go back to i think i've seen it once and it was a long time ago i didn't i, I didn't feel the need to rewatch it for this i knew it wasn't gonna make my top five um <laughs> it, it, listen, I'm but but like we we've reiterated how umpteen times this episode like they're all such good movies that I'm not gonna sit here and say no that's a a terrible choice for your number one because it isn't I mean there's no bad real bad choices here there's two I mean I guess there's two but <laughs> I mean it's it's not necessarily for me but it may have just not necessarily been for me. At the time when I watched it, and I haven't watched it since. You know what I Seeing mean? Seeing Ratatouille a bunch of times too. There's also a very subtle adult joke in it, and it's it's kind of hard to uh, pick up on. But um, when um, uh, Linguini's trying to tell Colette about Remy, like it's not me cooking, and that Colette's like, "What the hell are you talking about?" He goes, "It's my little chef." She looks down at his crutch. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely had it's never thought really about quick, in that context. Really quick, really subtle, but she definitely does it. 
and it's, it's pretty remarkable. The only thing you can make an argument is how the hell can you pull someone's hair and control their limbs? But the movie says you can, so it's it's legit. <laughs> the movie's also got a rat chef <laughs> in it, it, so I'm yeah. willing to suspend disbelief. Let's let's suspend. But it's also that is like um, when you're a kid and your dad puts you up on his shoulders and like you're like pulling on his hair and that's the way that he's at, like. He's letting you be like sure. the remote control based on how you're pulling his hair. Like that just takes me back to being a kid. I, I'm yeah, it's ridiculous that he's able to like control like sprinkling salt based style, but hey, let's let's suspend the disbelief a little bit. Yeah. Pat Pat Nozzle um, does a great job. Great voice acting. Yeah. yeah. His bit his his stand up bits after it came out are raunchy, but hilarious. I'm assuming you've sure. both seen them. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, Joe, what is your number one Pixar movie? Well, number one, table from earlier, so you probably know what it is. It's Toy Story 3. Right on. It's, uh, I couldn't think mm-hmm. of, it was the first one I thought of. I was like, okay, so Toy Story 3 is number one. What are the other four slots on my list? <laughs> I rewatched it, can confirm Toy Story 3, to me, is the best Pixar movie. It's got. It's a tearjerker, It's got man. the emotional gut punch... And then some. The last 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes of this movie, I'm just crying. And it's not even for, like, one reason. I'm feeling all the emotions. First, there's tears of sadness. Then there's tears of beauty. Then there's tears of joy. It's just, my God, this movie. The last 10 minutes of that movie are, they're they're tough. They're tough to get through. It's uh, not a dry eye in the room when you're watching it. You're, if you're not, if your eyes are dry during that, you are a monster, and I'm sorry. Holding hands, going into the incinerator, where they all oh feel God. they're gonna die. It's like, wow, yeah. man, that's like that's a true family right there, right? Like, they're they're more than friends. Like they, they... Yeah, absolutely, they're they're a family unit. Yeah, they're not they're not going to let just one go. If it, it, it's Leave all no or toy nothing. behind. Yeah, it's it's a it's an all or nothing moment, and. And then afterwards, when he gives all the toys to, uh, oh my god, what's her name? Bonnie. Bonnie? Bonnie, Bonnie. yeah, yeah. He's explaining to Bonnie how, what each toy the does. The dastardly Dr. How much Pork Chop. Yeah. <laughs> how much he mean, the toy means to him. That got me so hard, too. That's great. Oh, when he gets it's the just, Woody. It's beautiful. And she grabs for the Woody, and he pulls yeah, back. Yeah. Holy shit. Yep. He pulls back. Oh. Yeah. There's a... Uh... There was something so final about Toy Story 3. I'm so upset that they made a 4. Having seen uh, yeah. 4, it's it's fine. It, it is, but, but you I were feel never like it, beating the end of Toy Story 3. I and I and I felt like it should have like that's the way that's the way that story should have ended. It, it's, I'm not yeah. saying Toy Story 4 is bad. No. I'm just saying that Toy Story 3 ends in such a way that it's like this is it. This is how these toys and this story is supposed to go off and ride into Having the sunset. Seen, it's so weird. Yeah. So I ahead, saw sorry. Toy Story 4 in theaters and it is a good movie, but I panned it because of because of the reasons you just said. Th- three ends it so perfectly. I don't need a Woody love story. Don't care. Yeah. Nope. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so- yeah, cool. You got Keanu Reeves in a Toy Story movie. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not upset about that. Sure. But, is that his name? In that? Yeah. Uh, Duke Kaboom. Duke Kaboom. It's like, cool, like you, you're doing cool things with the Toy Story franchise, but I don't know why you undid or undercut 
what you what you made. And that's what it felt like to me when they when they said they were making a fourth, when I saw the fourth. It's like, yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's not it's not three. It's one of those things that annoys me because so rarely do things end exactly the way they should. And then yeah. they just fucked with yeah, that. Yeah, they they certainly yeah. did. I I don't I, I don't appreciate and it. And three introduces so many new characters and they all hit. I love Ken. I love Lots. Lotso's the scariest villain that Lotso. we get in yeah. any Pixar movie. I don't yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's terrifying, man. He's a he's a mob boss. <laughs> he smells like strawberries. Exactly. And his big baby is his henchman. And oh man, that's a, such a good the the daycare aspects. Like cuz yeah. you the greatest you only see the toys in the toy story movies you see them in different settings and you meet different toys from those settings like in toy story 2 they go to the toy store these are toys i've never been played with before they go to the museum right those are toys that want to stay in the case because they want to be preserved and then three going to the daycare these are toys that are all the kids that are just toys that are just abused abused on a daily basis they have no interest in being played with ever again they just hide (laughs) that's that's a it's a great way of looking at it you, you, yeah, you can feel the fear and anxiety in the, in the moments where they they start playing with the Toy Story tours, yes. toys for the first time. Yeah. It's horrifying in a way. They do crazy things. It, it really they is do crazy horrifying. things with Mr. Potato Head in three too. Like when he like, is on a like on a tortilla or a pita, and then he's like on like what is it on a cucumber oh, at some yeah, point? Yeah. Like what, like how does he work, man? <laughs> like. <what? laughs> Apparently he it's becomes happening. sentient when his when his body parts are in something. Yeah, and even Mrs. Potato Head, she lost an eye, but she can still see out of that eye, and they they, they kind of use that. That's Toy Story two That's or three. Is it three. That's okay. three, and they they use that they use that effectively. They're like, oh, it's Andy, oh, yeah. he's still there. He's looking room. for us. He didn't throw us away. Uh, it's 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 a great. We're supposed to go in the attic. It's a great thing, and ironically, Toy Story three is uh, of the first three. It's the lowest rated on Rotten Tomatoes. That makes zero sense. But to it's me. I think people don't like don't like the the hard hitting. They don't uh, like the feeling. I think Yeah, they don't they don't like the ending there. They 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 think it's too too deep, too sad for kids, maybe. Like I, I don't don't know. I feel like this I'm is a one hundred versus like ninety six situation. It's two one hundred versus probably. a ninety eight, and the reason for it is oh, Rotten yeah. Tomatoes was in full force when Toy Story Three came out. And okay. so people just didn't go back and say, I'm going to write a negative review about Toy Story 1 and 2. <laughs> yeah. It's easier for people to do that at the time because... As... Can we all agree that, that of of the original three, two is the worst? Yes, but... I mean, I guess slight. by default. Two... Yeah, I well, guess yeah, by default. It's not bad by any my, means. My wife but... hates two. She finds the character of Jesse really? to be incredibly okay. annoying. But two, I mean, as... The prospector's done. As heart wrenching as three is to the scene where Jesse gets like, like forgotten or or given away or or whatever or like what whatever happens. Oh, yeah, that and hurts. like yeah, that that's... song's playing in the background. When somebody loved me, like what? The... Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are they trying to do to us? Like <laughs> for real? They want your tears. In the future, your tears are <laughs> I guess currency. So. That's what Pixar wants. Unreal. Uh, okay. Uh, let's move on from Toy Story. Um, three. Toy Story three. I'm sorry. Uh, which was my number one. What's Joe's your number, number one, one, Corey? Yep. Now we're on my number one. So Joe's number one had the last ten minutes be. Oh, I know what your number one is. Gut punch <laughs> that can't 
be beaten. Mine goes the far opposite way and opens up with one of the happiest and saddest roller coaster rides I've ever been on. My number one is up. Okay. I have thoughts, but okay. I also okay. have thoughts, but I'm going to yeah, let you go yeah, first. Yeah, you wax, wax poetically um, about up. <laughs> I, I think that this movie sets a tone. I think one of the reasons that this movie does what it does for me and is so enjoyable for me is because it sets its tone early. You see the rise and fall of a relationship. And I mean, not fall, but like one of the, one of the people pass away and what happens in that loneliness and that void that happens after. And this movie exists and happens after that. So for him to go and fall that far and then go on this journey of rediscovery and finding a new purpose in life is just so breathtaking and beautiful. And I, I love this. I mean, I get critiques on it, but you can't start a movie with me crying like that and expect me not to have, have a, have, have feelings for you. It's always going to make my list. So what are your feelings? The Matt? first 15 minutes of Up are beautiful, great storytelling. I read online sometime, not taking credit for this, that uh, Up tells the story of relationship better and greater than the entire Twilight franchise <laughs> tells the relationship between. It's well, true. Is it that low? Of, I mean, high of a bar? <laughs> but, but there was, what, five movies in that, and they had all that time to develop something that they didn't. But like Up is like beautiful mm-hmm. in that regard. To me, it's a movie with two great moments. The first 15 minutes and then when he finally turns the page in the adventure book and she sees that, it, that she like she actually filled it out. I love those two, uh, two moments and that kind of makes the movie for me. Take out everything else and you got a great movie. All that other crap that they, <laughs> that they throw in there, I just don't like. I, and, like, look, having his house fly away on balloons, great. You saw it in the trailer. I thought it was awesome. But all the stuff that takes place on Paradise Falls, the talking dog aspect, like, you're taking, like, a, the, the, the seriousness of it and then throwing that on there. It's a real tone change, and it doesn't really work for me. Like, initially when I first saw it, I loved Up. But then as the years have gone on, I'm like, I really like 20 minutes of Up. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care for, like, anything else. But um, I don't fault you for having it on there. It's on my bubble. And it's on my bubble strictly for those first 15 minutes. I do find it crazy you don't have a Toy Story in your top five. That's like... <laughs> yep. Yeah. I. Uh, Toy Story is my okay. bubble movie. And Toy Story is my bubble movie because I was convinced that Toy Story was going to make both of your list in one way or another, be it Toy Story or Toy Story 3, whatever it was. Um, and I wasn't sure about Onward, so I let Toy Story, I let Toy Story be a bubble movie so that I could make sure I got okay. Onward on my list. That's really all I know you're big into to. having, it, like, it, the first of a series or first of a franchise. Huh? It was going, it was, go- yeah, it was going to be okay. Toy Story 1. It was going to be Toy Story 1 is, is the one that's on my bubble. Um... I think you're right. I think Up does have weird tone changes. Um, But I think that that's that dichotomy, that like juxtaposition is what they were going for because he's such an old curmudgeon that 
that weird tone change is meant to make the viewer feel a little uncomfortable because he feels uncomfortable. I gotta get. He doesn't want this. Keep talking. I gotta get one thing though. I want to show you guys something. Yeah. Sure. sure. Um. So that's kind of where, you know, I, I I think that again that's good filmmaking too. It it will rub some people the wrong way, but it's still a good choice and an artistic choice in, I think a medium that doesn't necessarily always lend itself to creative decision-making. I understand like where you're coming from with that. He needs to learn how to live again because he's lost everything and he's become a curmudgeon. Like we said, so I understand why they did it. I just, I don't necessarily love it. Like I, I think I'd never seen up before this. I knew the first 10 minutes or whatever were going to destroy me, and they still did. I think, like, up is an amazing short film if you take the beginning and the end and you add, like, a montage of five minutes in the in the middle. You take out the megalomaniac, weird explorer guy, villain yeah. thing. That's, that's weird. Yeah. That's a real low point of the movie for me. Never meet your it heroes, is, it's, everybody. It's... Yeah, right? Um... Yeah, so we're we're on the same so, page. So beautiful though, with uh, me and you, Joe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The beginning and the end are beautiful mm-hmm. film. Like I love the whole sequence, and then when he pins the the grape soda pin on the kid. Yeah. Oh my god! So, I will do it again. This is the grape soda pin. Yeah. Wow. This, this yeah. is a gift my wife gave me. It's one of my favorite things that I own. That is. It adorable. is the Ellie badge. It's the highest honor I can bestow, and I have it on my nightstand. Like every night, I look at it before I go to sleep. I love this thing. That's, oh my that's, God, nice. that's good. Now I'm going to cry <laughs> on the podcast. That's great, guys. Thank you. This is the first. That's, that's... I'm just going to pretend I'm thinking of the first time. <laughs> <up. laughs> yeah. All right. So that concludes the five movie part of five movie madness an hour deep into this episode. Yeah, really? <laughs> uh, we've been really enjoying talking about Pixar movies, I guess. Who knew? Uh, so, Let's do the yeah, bubbles right? real fast. All right, right? So... Oh, yeah, right. Yep. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, my bubble, like I just said, was Toy Story. Uh, Matt, what was your bubble? Up and a shocking one, uh, Cars Three. That's one of my bubbles. I love Cars Three. It is Me a too. sports. It's a sports movie. Yeah, I love sports movies. It's like one of the better sports movies that we've gotten in the last ten years. Also, it's love like, it. Wow. It's like the Rocky Balboa of Pixar movies. It's he's like trying to get back in. He's still <laughs> prove he can still do it. Exactly. He's like get back in the ring. <laughs> yeah. he, he's like. He's going against the hybrid car. Oh, my God. It's so good. I love it. Yeah, yeah. My bubbles were uh, Inside Out and Cars 3. Okay. okay. I'm glad nice. it was made your bubble. Makes me feel good. Good, good, good. <laughs> All right, guys. Now we are entering the madness round of five movie madness. The way that this is going to work, we have a wheel, a real spinning wheel. Uh, and Matt is going to spin the wheel potentially five times, maybe more as needed. Probably more. Uh, Probably more. And uh, we are going to decide uh, which five movies across all three of our lists are going to make the final list. Each player has the right to veto one movie of his choice. And likewise, each player before the show has started has protected a movie on their list. So if you veto a protected movie, the veto is canceled and the movie stays and you lose your veto. I think that's pretty pretty much it right i think you nailed it Beautiful. i feel informed let's do it let's do it all right let me shuffle the slices again and we will spin the wheel 
The Wheel of Destiny it. has given us Matt 4. Matt 4. Matt 4 is Incredibles 2. I don't really have an issue with that. Right. I know Corey's not going to veto it. Alert. Next one's a wheel spin. Joe 5. Joe 5. Monsters University. I'm going to veto it. <laughs> That's my protect. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. All right. That's fine. I was going to veto it if you didn't, so. I mean, I was going to use it on that or onward, but you both have onward, so. <laughs> All right. Wow, I'm 0 for 2 tonight. Look at that. <laughs> the people don't know that. <laughs> okay. That's true. <laughs> Matt 5. Matt 5. That was Wally. All right, I think that was. Ain't got no problem. F- that was a cross for all three. I can't veto anyway. Never mind. Wait, no. You can veto. All oh, right, no, you yeah. tried to veto mine, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm good with Wally. All right. So we have two more to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Joe five Joe again. Five. Spin it again. We already got monsters. You. Joe Six. three. Jeez. Corey can't buy one. That's huh? Wally. Up, oh, spin it again. Spin it again. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I still got chances here. We're still here, in people. the game. Still got chances here, people. Corey four. Monsters Inc. Veto. Veto? Yeah. Corey, did you protect? No. Okay. okay. Good, because I was about to veto my. Own I don't, if I don't you think had... we. I don't think we need two monsters movies on this. We don't. Yeah. That's <laughs> actually why I thought about vetoing monsters. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, that would have been bad. Okay. Corey five. Which is Wally? Go again. <laughs> all Wally all day. Joe three. Wally. Wow. Jesus Christ. Technology. Technology wants us to have random. Wally on it's the list. It's really random. Matt one. Ratatouille, baby. I'm going to spell this terribly, and I apologize. I think that's right. You got it. You nailed it. Yeah. Oh, nice. All right. Finally, Party. the last one. Maybe. Yeah, potentially. Wally again. Come on. Come on. Corey Ooh, two. My number two, The Incredibles 2, which is picked already. That's oh, all. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Come on. Yes. Three. Onward. Yeah. Ooh. That's what I was saving it for. Which was my protected pick, even if you had tried to veto it. All right. So, Ratatouille, Incredibles 2, Wally, Monsters University, and Onward. I like it. I like it too. I wish Toy Story 3 had made it, but, you know. I kind of do as well, but. <laughs> so, here's the thing, guys. I am ready. The gloves are coming off. <laughs> we have to decide if yes. Wally being on all three of our lists outweighs Ratatouille being a number one on the list. Logically, I, I would imagine it does. That's that's I, I'm I'm in the middle. I can go either way here. Rat, Wally's my five. Ratatouille is my one. I gave an impassioned plea of why Ratatouille sure. is, is my one. But I'm, all I, three of us think Wally's in the top five. That's the question. Wally's also my five. I so can't, I'm, in good conscience, put Wally above Ratatouille. 
That, well, I'm I mean, good. Obviously, you didn't. So <laughs> exactly. why would you? Now, so I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not going point. to. I'm not going to relent here either. If I get to have think voted, Ratatouille we should be one. But we're starting at five. So we are starting at five. I what, think. What do we, what do we have by the way? What are the, what are the five movies again? I'm sorry. Incredibles Monsters. two, Monsters U, Wally, Ratatouille, and Onward. If you open up your chat, it's right in the chat. I think Monsters University or Onward should be five. Onward is my number three. Just saying. Whoa. I'm writing this down. Hold on. What were the choices? For Joe, five? on the bottom what bar. Considering? You see no, the, what are we considering? You, you see the chat on the bottom no, bar? I'm looking at that. I'm asking what, what did we say we're considering for five? Oh, okay. <laughs> Monster, oh. I said Monsters University or Onward. Yes. I mean, I'm okay with putting Monsters University at five, considering I had it five and you guys didn't have it, and one of you tried to veto it. I <laughs> yes. feel like that belongs at five. Okay. Fair enough. Onward probably makes the most sense at four, because what was it, your three, Corey, and my four? Yeah. I'm fine with it being at four. Matt? Yes? Sure. Where'd you guys have Incredibles 2? Corey, you did 2. Where'd you have it? I had 2. 4. 2 4. Okay. So we got a 2 4, we got a 3 5 5, and a 1. A 1. I would say that we should probably slide Incredibles 2 at 3. Two, the, the medium between 2 and 4 is 3. It's Yeah, and I'm debating on my list between a 4 and 5. So if it's three, if that goes 3, it's, it's 5 for me. I had Wally at five, Incredibles two at four, so yeah. So it's going up either way. Yeah, and it's yeah we we can do Incredibles two at three. Yeah. And then we can do Ratatouille at two. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. It lends itself so I well mean, to the wordplay. I mean, you're mistaking two with one. <laughs> Am I though? <laughs> I don't think that you are here, bud. Ah. <laughs> uh. That's pretty high. Like, Ratatouille is good. I'm not trying to s- take anything away from Ratatouille. Joe, Ratatouille is so good. It it's is. Considered it's, the best, good. It's, con- it's considered the best Pixar movie. By and, and, one and of one three members of Five Movie Madness. <laughs> I can find other people out there that have Ratatouille. So yeah, can, well, we apparently can, we can find more Wally people also. Yeah, apparently How confident every movie are you? out there is somebody's How confident movie. are you? Really confident. <laughs> Let me see something. But every oh, movie out there is someone's the favorite movie. Yeah. Ratatouille is definitely one of those movies. Uh, Wally got a ninety-five percent, mm-hmm. and Ratatouille got a ninety-six percent. So, what's audience? What's audience? What Tell me, the... audience. I, I don't know what the audience score is. <laughs> that's kind of funny, though. <laughs> it's that close. Connect, you got a hat trick, by the way, Corey. Hey, had a boy. Did they end up winning or no? Yeah, five-two. Uh, let's see if I can see if this one's open finally. The audience score for Ratatouille is an 87. And it's 90 for Wally. Oof, we are. <laughs> I mean, I maintain, I maintain all I maintain three of commonality, us. Commonality, yeah, should rule. I, I, it's, I'm just saying, guys, this is a hill I'm willing to die on. I, I, we, <laughs> you've made that very clear. Yeah. We're going to let you die on that. That's <laughs> what we're saying. Uh, a trash compacting robot versus a rat. Following his dreams. 
opening his own restaurant. A captivating film where no one speaks for the first half hour. It's still captivating. What? Succeeds. So does Wally. He finds love and he saves humanity. Does he save humanity? Yeah. Remy made made eggplant. Or does humanity die anyway because eventually it turns into a planet of talking cars and planes? That's a fan theory. (laughs) I'm not willing to explore. I have so many things... (laughs) If I were the type of person to get high and then I did that and watched Cars, I would have so many questions and not be able to let them go. But and... we're not talking about that right now. We're not, no. So I'm outvoted two to one. Is that what you're saying? I'm gonna, I, 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 believe I think so, so yeah. yeah. You fought the good fight. And Ratatouille at two is no small victory. I just, like my pen just wrote Wally at two. I, I will oh my God, no there. way. Too bad that's not official. <laughs> I know, but like I... I didn't mean to do it. I just subconsciously did it. Yeah, well, your brain wanted it. My heart like, wanted one, it. One less dish effort. We're ready. My heart wanted it. Oh, yeah. We knew that. So shall it be written. So shall it be done. <laughs> we now carve them into these stone tablets. Ah, I give to you these 50, 10, ten. Ten commandments. Ten commandments. These five Pixar movies. All right. Matt, would you like to reveal our final list to the people? Try to keep the unhappiness out of your voice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Five Movie Madness, top five Pixar movies. Starting at number five, we have Monsters University. Number four, Onward. Number three, Incredibles 2. Number two, Ratatouille. And the number one Pixar movies, according to Five Movie Madness, is Wally. You've heard it. Those yeah. are official. That's it. Now it's it's, it's in the law. history books. It's law. That is the definitive list. Yep. No list can supplant it. That we know of. That we can think of. Uh, tune in next week for football movies. Are we we're not doing that? Football. I'm pretty movies. sure we're doing football. Yeah. No, no. I'm saying, are we announcing what we're doing next week? We are doing that. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Lock it in now. Binding contract. Lock it Binding in. contract. Uh, yeah, so join us next week when we will be revealing our top five football movies, which I am very excited about. And for everybody listening, thank you guys. You can reach us at 5moviemadness at gmail.com with the number five. Or you can find us on Twitter at 5moviemadness, again, with the number five. We're on Facebook? Nope. Yet. All right, cool. We we may not. Who knows? <laughs> Facebook's dying anyway. It's a dumpster fire right now. Sure dumpster is. fire. But from everybody here, have a great week. Thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>